Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey, thanks for joining me again today. If you tuned in yesterday, you heard the old story, David Goliath, but I was talking about the faith of David. And how David, God used such a small man. I don't mean small necessarily in stature, but a young man, but had faith to take down Goliath and take down the Philistines, where all the other people, all the other soldiers were afraid, not David, because David served the living God. People, we don't need to be afraid when we serve the living God. Our Heavenly Father, give us strength this day, strength to touch lives, strength to change lives, strength to be that man and woman that you have called us to be in our lives. Open up doors, lead us, help us to do things that we could not ordinarily do on our own. Help us, O Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, David goes on and and becomes uh, huge and becomes a great leader and eventually becomes king. And, you know, David, he does all sorts of the wars and fights and wins. God just blesses him over and over. And then Saul, we know, gets jealous of David. And uh, so, and, you know, virtually is after him. And David spares Saul's life. David could have uh, killed Saul, but he didn't. He didn't. He respected Saul. Then we, all of us uh, who read the Psalms, know that when David was fleeing from Saul, we we saw how close he was. Uh, We saw how close he was to God and how God protected him, how God watched over him. He, He spares Saul's life another time in the 26th chapter. You know, David continues to do amazing things. He destroys the Amalekites. He takes care of all these armies. God blesses him over and over and over. Unfortunately, Saul ended up taking his own life, which is a sad, sad thing. You know, some people say, why do kings that God ordained turn their back on God? Folks, why does anyone turn their back on God? Why do people today continue to turn their back on God? I've seen people walk with God, and all of a sudden they just, they've just gone cold, just gone cold. Oh, he's not doing anything for me. He's not doing enough for me. I I prayed for this. It didn't happen. I'm telling you, folks, if you lose your faith in God, you've lost it. You've lost it. But you know what? He'll give you a chance to return. He'll give you a chance to turn things around. If you're out there and you say, Pastor, I have just, I'm not even faithful. I don't go to church anymore. I don't don't read my Bible. In fact, I just happened to tune in the radio today. People of God, it's time to turn to God this nation is going downhill so quickly. I can't even stand to watch the news when I hear of so many things that are just totally against God. They would love to remove God out of every venue that we have. I pray that Idaho stands up. This morning when I was talking to one of the representatives, I was uh, at the State House, and this is before the State House finished, so I don't know when you're going to hear this message, but uh, I think the State, I think we'll still be going when you hear this message, but uh, I talked to one of them, and you know, she was just, she was so in love with God. But she says, "Man, I hope that Idaho will be one that will stand up, and not let morals decay, not let uh, to put policy out there that destroys the morals of our people." And I'm certainly with her. I believe that. But David was a king, anointed king over Judah, and and many things took place. And we know that David certainly wasn't a perfect man. David conquered Jerusalem and. You know, he became over Israel. He defeated the Philistines again. 
And you know, he a lot of things happened to David's life. Read read through all of Second Samuel, and you'll read about that, and uh, and how God promised David uh, things. He said, in fact, the seventh chapter says, after the king was settled in his palace, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him. <laughs> the Lord had given him rest. He gave him a break. You know, he wouldn't have to keep fighting enemies. He finally had a break. He needed a breather. He needed a vacation, just like we do sometimes. He said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am living in the house of cedar while the ark of God remains in a tent. Nathan replied to the king, Whatever you have in mind, go ahead and do it, for the Lord is with you. Nathan said, The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. And you know what? David followed God, you know, for a long time. But the enemy intervened down the line. The enemy got a hold of David. He allowed a passions of the world to get to him. As he was standing on top of his portico, he looks down and he sees a woman bathing. And, you know, he his uh, hormones kicked in. And, you know, he he watched that and he got it. And it, it wasn't a good thing. And so he called to have Bathsheba come up to his room. And you know what happened. Next thing you know, he commits adultery. And uh, and now now he sinned against God. He sinned against God. He sinned against Uriah, um, Bathsheba's husband. Sinned against Bathsheba, and it was it was a horrible time. And so he tried to cover that up, and he didn't want anybody to know. And all of a sudden, he puts uh, Uriah on the front line so that he can be killed. And so he takes Bathsheba to his own. And then I think the story goes. I know you know the story goes. I'm just not going to read all this. There's so many passages dealing with that. Is that their baby? died. They died. You know, and David was heartbroken. David was sick. And David, but David made things right with God. David didn't live in his sin and continue to live in his sin of, of committing adultery and murder. David asked God to forgive him, and God forgave him. God gave him another chance. And David went on to serve. David went on to be a shining light for God. People of God, there's things that get in our way sometimes. There's situations in your life that you've had that you haven't been everything God's called you to be. Maybe you've sinned against God in, in a major way. But you know what? Any sin against God is major. So, you know, whether it's major or minor, we're not measuring sin. But maybe you've just sinned against God. Maybe you have become callous. Maybe you don't believe anymore. Maybe your faith is uh, is waning. And like I said, maybe you just turned your back on uh, on the body of Christ, which is the church. You know, it is time to get things together. It is time to come back. It is time to get involved and say, I am going to make a difference in this world. I'm going to make a difference in my family. I'm going to make a difference in this state. I'm going to allow the Spirit of God to move in my life in a powerful way. You have that opportunity. We all have that opportunity. You know, David and Solomon was going to take over for David. And and, of course, we know Solomon wrote the book of Proverbs, Ecclesiastic, Song of Solomon. But listen to this in the second chapter of First Kings now. It said, When time drew near for David to die, he gave charge to Solomon, his son. He said, I'm about to go the way of all the earth, he said. So be strong. Act like a man. Observe what the Lord your God requires. Listen to these words to his son before he dies. Observe what your God, the Lord your God, requires. He goes on to say, walk in obedience to him 
and keep his decrees and commands, his laws, his regulations as written in the law of Moses. He says, do this so that you may prosper in all you do and wherever you go, and the Lord may keep his promise to me. If your descendants watch how they live, and if they walk faithfully for me with all their heart and soul, you will never fail to have a successor on the throne of Israel. That was God's promise to David. If your people will follow me. People, that is one big word. If, I-F. I bet you could even spell that. If my people will call upon my name. If my people will live for me. If my people will stand up for God's truth. And Solomon, he was great for a while too. And then we know Solomon sinned against God also. See, just because you're a Christian, just because you give your life to Jesus, that doesn't mean that it is perfect sailing from then on. You have to stay in tune. You have to stay in touch. You need to have your prayer closet. You need to have the Word of God. You need to be faithful in the house of God. You need the presence of God in your life. Surround yourself with the presence of Almighty God. And down the line, he said, this is the third chapter, and if you walk in obedience to God and keep his decrees and commands as David, your father, did, I will give you a long life. He's promising Solomon. If you do these things, I will give you a long life. I will take care of you. I will watch over you. People, God, God is anxious to watch over you. My grandmother, bless her heart, her name is Grace Johnson. She went to Seattle Pacific in 1913 and graduated and my grandmother was a free Methodist. Her five brothers were uh, free Methodist pastors. She had a deep love for God. My mom was raised in the strictest. It was a Wesleyan holiness background back then, and my mom was very, very, uh, very, very strict, raised very, very, well, you'd say holy. And my mom was a very, very holy woman. She was. She, she followed the precepts that was laid out by the Word of God. But my grandmother, she was a godly woman. I had the privilege of living with her about four years out of my life. And um, finally one day, she finally wanted to be with Jesus, and she finally left. No struggles, no issues, not even any health issues. The issue was she was 99 and a half, you know, and it was just time. And, and she, she didn't look at She probably looked 75. And her brothers were all in her 90s, and her sister was 92. I mean, my mother's family had a long life. Unfortunately, my mother died of 82 of acute leukemia. But my mom, as you know, I've said on this station, she couldn't wait to get to heaven. She was counting the days when she knew she had leukemia. She just asked me, when is God going to take me? I want to go home. I want to go be with Jesus. Do you have that kind of desire in your life? You just want to be with Jesus someday? You know, you just, you, you, that when the day comes, it's not going to be a big deal because you know you're going to go live in heaven forever and it's going to be joyous. That was my mother. My mother was the happiest person to die that I have ever been around in the history of my life, and I've done many, 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 many funerals for people because she loved Jesus so much, and her she had a Christian heritage. I'm so thankful for my Christian heritage, and folks, today you can start a Christian heritage. If you're not, if you say, well, you know, I haven't lived that way, start living that way. Start changing. Start making good choices. Be obedient to things of God like David told Solomon to be. You know, God will bless you if you're obedient to him. If you listen to him, stay in tune with him. Lord bless you. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.